0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Dale Zapman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we will look at a creative way God had for the children of Israel to remember His commandments. We will also see where one of Moses and Aaron's relatives led a rebellion against them. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Numbers, chapter 15 on Simply the Bible. If you have
0: ever been in a position of authority or leadership and you've been challenged in that position, today's story is just for you. We pick it up today in Numbers, chapter 15, verse 37. Again, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel. Tell them to make tassels on the corners of their garments throughout their generations and to put a blue thread in the tassels of the corners. And you shall have the tassel that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them and that you may not follow the harlotry to which your own heart and your own eyes are inclined. And that you may remember and do all my commandments and be holy for your God. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord, your God. So what God told them to do was to put these tassels on the corners, the bottom of their garments, and they would have a blue cord running through it. The blue representing heaven. And the idea here was that they would look at it and it would remind them who they were and that the Lord was their God. This would protect them from idolatry, from going after other gods. They look at their tassel and they say, okay, I belong to the Lord. I am not going to worship idols. It would also just remind them that they were God's covenant people and they were to be faithful to him. They were to keep his commandments. I kind of liken this to a wedding ring. I mean, think about it. That you look at your wedding ring and you realize that is to keep me from going after any other lovers. I am pledged to my spouse, period. I'm to be faithful, you know, to my spouse alone. You see, it's and, I, and it's to remind you really of the vows that you took on your wedding day. Same kind of a thing. And it was to be a perpetual reminder to the people of, of the fact that they belong to the Lord. Chapter 16. Now, Korah, the son of Izhar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, with Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the son of Peleth, sons of Reuben, took men, and they rose up before Moses with some of the children of Israel, 250 leaders of the congregation, representatives of the congregation, men of renown. They gathered together against Moses and Aaron, And said to them, You take too much upon yourselves, for all the congregation is holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Why then do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the Lord? So we see here this man, Korah, who is really the ringleader of this rebellion. Korah was a Levite, and he brought other people around him that were not Levites. There were the sons of Reuben. That is, they were from the tribe of Reuben, Dathan, Abiram, and on. And along with them, there were 250 of the renowned leaders and representatives of the congregation. So these were men of other tribes that were strong leaders in the community. Everybody knew who they were. And they all gathered against Moses and Aaron and said to them, you take too much upon yourselves this is the first accusation that they made as though Moses and Aaron had decided to do this on their own you recall that when God called Moses at Mount Sinai he didn't want anything to do with this job he said get somebody else Lord God had to just pretty much just twist his arm to get him to to lead the children of Israel to begin with Uh, then they said that all the congregation is holy In other words, you're no better or different than the rest of us. Who do you think you are thinking that you're special kind of a thing? And then finally, they said, you exalt yourself above the assembly. Now, keep in mind, it was always the Lord that caused Moses and Aaron to be in the place that they were at and gave Moses the commandments remember the people told Moses we don't want the Lord to speak to us directly you go talk to him and you get the the commandments and then give them to us and we'll do what you say okay so where did all that go he, they said you exalt yourself above the assembly now Korah made it look like he was you know protecting the rights of all these people like Moses and Aaron are stomping on everybody's rights that wasn't it at all Korah was ambitious he was jealous He was a Levite and he wanted the priesthood. He wanted Moses' role as leader. And all of the rest of it was just a sham to cover up his ambition and his jealousy. So when Moses heard it, he fell on his face and he spoke to Korah and all his company saying, tomorrow morning, the Lord will show who is his and who is holy and will cause him to come near to him. That one whom he chooses, he will cause to come near to him. Now, you got to love the way Moses handled this. I mean, he didn't say, what are you talking about, you guys? You know, he, he didn't try to defend himself. He didn't puff his chest out and say, just you wait. It wasn't like that at all. He he just fell on his face before the Lord. And when you're in leadership and you're challenged in that leadership, that is the very best posture Humble yourself before the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Give the situation to him. Pray about it. And then he said, okay, this is what we're going to do tomorrow morning. The Lord will show who is his. He wasn't having to try to defend his own leadership. He didn't say, wait a minute, I'm the leader here. You know, he just said, listen, the Lord will choose. The Lord will choose whom he thinks the leader should be. So he said, do this. Take censors, Korah. And all your company, put fire in them and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow. And it shall be that the man whom the Lord chooses is the Holy One. You take too much upon yourselves, you sons of Levi. So first off, you know, they wanted to do what only the priests could do, which would be to offer incense. And and Moses didn't resist them in this. No, Jesus said, do not resist the one who is evil. Now, there's a time when obviously you don't just let somebody who's evil hurt other people, but there's a time when they're ambitious and you just say, okay, go ahead. Go for it. See how it works for you. (laughs) And uh, see, see if God blesses that. And that's pretty much what Moses was doing here. Rather than putting himself between them and the object of what they wanted, he said, okay, you do it before the Lord and see if God blesses it. But then he said, you know, you take too much upon yourselves, you sons of Levi. So he rebuked them because really they were saying that Moses was taking too much upon himself. But really, they weren't content to be who God had called them to be. They wanted the priesthood. Then Moses said to Korah, hear now, you sons of Levi. Is it a small thing to you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel? to bring you near to himself to do the work of the tabernacle of the Lord and to stand before the congregation to serve them and that he has brought you near to himself you and all your brethren the sons of Levi with you and are you seeking the priesthood also therefore you and all your company are gathered together against the Lord and what is Aaron that you complain against him so Moses said, look, you know, you've forgotten your privilege here. You are chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to be the Levites, to come into the tabernacle, to, to help the priests, to, to serve the Lord. You, God has brought you near to himself. And you've been entrusted with this great privilege to serve the congregation on behalf of the Lord. But that's not good enough for you. Now you're coveting the priesthood. You're desiring that which God never called you to be. And, and because of that, because you're going against what God called you to be, you're really conspiring against the Lord. You're speaking against him. You're gathering against him. And why are you complaining against Aaron as though Aaron did this himself? So now Moses is sort of sticking up for his brother here. You know What, what did Aaron do? He's just doing what God called him to do. But it's important for us to realize, first off, this all began with, with a seed of discontent. We need to be content in who God called us to be and where he's placed us in the body of Christ. Because if we're not content, we're going to find ourselves trying to be something that God never called us to be. But if we do that, then we're going to find ourselves gathering against the Lord because he's the one who put us where he, we are at and he put somebody else where they're at and we need to be content with that. And trust him that if he has another place for us, then he will raise us up in due time. And Moses sent to call Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab. But they said, we will not come up. Is it a small thing that you have brought us up out of a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness, that you should keep acting like a prince over us? Moreover, you have not brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey, nor given us inheritance of fields and vineyards. Will you put out the eyes of these men? We will not come up. And so we see just the defiance here against Moses' leadership. And with that, a distortion of the facts. You know, they said, you know, you brought us up out of the land flowing with milk and honey. They tried to go into the land, you recall, and they didn't go in because of their unbelief and now God sent them back into the wilderness. And now they're accusing Moses of bringing them back in the wilderness when really it was their own disobedience of not doing what Moses said to begin with. But they were distorting the facts here. And then they said, and you know, you've not brought us up into the land flowing of milk and honey. You've not given us fields and, and vineyards. They take no responsibility. Here's the thing. I find that when people are rebellious, then often they distort the facts and then they deny any responsibility for wrongdoing. Verse 15, then Moses was very angry and said to the Lord, do not respect their offering. I have not taken one donkey from them, nor have I hurt one of them. And Moses said to Korah, tomorrow you and all your company be present before the Lord. You and they, as well as Aaron, let each take his censer and put incense in it. And each of you bring his censer before the Lord. 250 censers, both you and Aaron, each with his censer. Now, Moses is angry here. Who can blame him? But usually Moses was the great intercessor. Every time the children of Israel sin and God said, that's it, I'm done. We're going to wipe these guys out. And Moses would say, no, 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 don't do that, Lord. You know, forgive them. You're merciful. But now Moses is saying, Lord, don't respect their offering. Don't listen to them. He's had it. And you you definitely don't want that kind of intercession from Moses. Then he said, come back tomorrow. Present yourself before the Lord tomorrow. We'll let the Lord decide. You bring your censer, you bring your incense, and the Lord will show you whom he chooses. You know, I kind of think there's real wisdom in that in the sense of Moses didn't handle the situation when he was angry. He said, you come back tomorrow. That gave everybody an opportunity to cool down and, and perhaps even to think twice about what they were doing. Hey, listen, if you're in a place of leadership, if God begins to bless you in that position of leadership, there's going to be enemies. There's going to be challenges to your leadership and you have a de- decision to make. Are you going to you know, stand up for yourself, stand up for your rights, or are you going to say, you know what? The Lord's going to take care of this, and the Lord's going to take care of me, and I'm just going to keep serving Him. And doing that with confidence because you know that God's called you to it, and if God's called you to it, then He's going to protect you in the midst of it.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zapman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941 thevoicecom click on the program archives, and scroll down to Simply the Bible. Tomorrow, we will conclude our story of Korah and his rebellion as we see how God reacted to this challenge against Moses and against him. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Numbers on Simply the Bible.